Dead talk. They really like to trash talk. Dead talk. They'll make you laugh your ass off. Dead talk. Real tall dudes and they're both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you his demon advice. It's really nice. You probably listen twice. Real tall dudes and they're getting serious. All right, season three, episode 26, Dad Talk. Derek Wenzel, what's up, dude? I'm uh, I'm off this week, which is great. Week before Christmas, uh, and the kids were taking naps. And so I said, this is a perfect time to record a Dad Talk episode. Yeah. Cutler wakes up, and I go, you know what? I can do this with just Cutler downstairs. I've done it before. He hits one key on the little Melissa and Doug piano we have downstairs. Tadley bolts out of her room upstairs, done with her nap. Comes to sit down, and then within two seconds, Cutler is just mercilessly pulling her hair. So we're going to try to pull this off with his, um, minimal screaming in the background if we can. So this is always this is always a problem when we're recording and the kids are just going and staying in the background because then you just can't focus on what the other person is saying. So like I'm telling this like incredible story, right? And Probably. I just, I can yeah. just tell that you're not getting any of this. And I'm looking for the validation of how good of a story it is. And I just know I'm getting nothing. And then I start stumbling and it's just, it's bad for the daddies. All right. So, so if that's your reaction, are you saying that I'm with the kids almost every time we record? Is that what you're saying? We record this ever... on the weekends and that you always have them on the weekends. So it's just always, it's tough. Have you know how like when you try to have stern voice or forceful voice or tell them not to do something, try just try to be serious, whatever, serious voice, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't yeah. have to be angry, raging <laughs> dad voice. Yeah. But even just stern voice, he sees that, he just laughs in my face. Yeah. He laughs in my face. I'll be funny and he won't give me anything. And I'll say, Cutler, please don't pull Tony's hair. It hurts. And he just goes <laughs> and waits for me to walk away so he can do it again. Yeah, it's the worst feeling. The stern voice and just getting nothing back. You feel like an idiot. You feel like an idiot. It's like, what am I doing here? Like, How do I express the gravity of a situation? Yeah. And this is why dads throughout history have just been mean and angry and violent with their children. Yeah, this is it. This is why. They're frustrated. I understand. I understand. So let me set the scene for you here over at the Anderson uh, house. We got the whole apartment all decorated for Christmas, right? We've got the the big tree, all these decorations Tori put up. It's, it's looking beautiful. It's it's the North Pole over here, right? Beautiful. We got stockings. So we have a stocking for me, Tori, Wes, Piper, and then one for Kobe the dog, right? Boom. Yep. We had like proper like handles for all of the stockings except Kobe's. And we had this like super heavy kind of snowflake holding down Kobe's stocking on the mantle. Boom. We got those same ones, I bet. Probably do. Piper, um, update, not walking yet. She's Actually, got- the other day, I was like, Cutler's walking down the stairs, by the way, like holding the banister pretty confidently walking down the stairs. And I was like, I'm gonna, I got to take a video. Next time he does this, I'm going to take a video and send it to Tom. He goes, don't, it's fucked up. Just like, he's dealing with it. I go, no, because he was supposed to send me a video of Piper talking and maybe this will spur him to do it. Man, it's like, it's kind of fucked up. If Piper's not walking and he's just like crushing, walking down the stairs. Oh no. Let it go. If the roles were reversed and color wasn't walking and Piper was like, go down the stairs, I would shoot like slow motion videos <laughs> of her walking down and be like, check this out. Maybe this will help. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like if, like if he watches the video, you know what I mean? 
like from another kid doing it, he'll get a clue. <laughs> Maybe we could put them on FaceTime and like they could share trade secrets or something. This is how I taught her. If you need any other <laughs> tips, let me know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like one to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at teaching my kids how to walk. So two for two. <laughs> um. Anyway, dude. So the stocking. So she's she's uh getting around and she's like standing like standing up and everything, and she starts pulling on the stocking. I wonder where this story's gonna go. So this is happening. Uh, in the morning, I'm at work. Tori's home with Piper. Okay. Now, I don't want you to uh, go after Tori here or the daddies to attack her and say that she wasn't paying attention because that's not fair. I get a phone call from Tori and she's like, You got to come home. You got to come home. And I'm like, What? And she's like, It's Piper. You got to come home. She's bleeding everywhere. And then just hangs up. Holy, this is the scariest phone call of all time. How do you not just immediately like shit yourself and then run out the door of your office? So I had like some like a couple projects I had to get done. So I finished those up quick and then. So stayed there till like 12, one o'clock at night. Just got my work done quickly. <laughs> and I came home and Tori, Tori saved the day. She got her immediately to, uh, to our pediatrician they took a look she was able to kind of stop the bleeding out of the pediatrician and they kind of glued it together she didn't have to get stitches it was right in her forehead and piper kind of handled it like a champ like she was like crying for a little bit and then was like kind of okay so she uh we, she got the band-aids on we haven't we haven't seen the total damage yet i don't know if her face is just going to be like fucked up for the rest of her life but it's a it's a wait and see so you've got a kid with a black black bruised tooth, and now we've got a kid with uh, a a dent in her head. Jesus Christ! Wow. So she controlled it enough to get her in the car to go to the pediatrician. That's pretty. While she was there, she started getting like kind of like dizzy, almost like overwhelmed, and they they took her blood pressure. Wait, wait, wait! Piper or Tori? Tori. Jesus. They took her blood pressure and they like gave her like some chocolate. They were like, here, you got it. Like, it was like 90 over 60, which I'm told is not like a great number. Like that's bad. Yeah. But we don't know what that even means. What, what does that even mean? It's We're not good. Bad. Yeah. It means 90 over 60 means here's a piece of chocolate. Like that's yeah. what we know about blood pressure. So that's now like, that's the barometer. If the nurse is giving you chocolate, now we know it's a bad number. But clearly not that bad. Because I gotta imagine there's some medication involved if it's worse. Like that's got to be like, hey, it's not great, but have a piece of chocolate, you'd be all right. Short term. You know I mean, yeah. That's yeah. I wonder if there's a way to like kind of like doctor it when you go in there, just to be able to get the chocolate. Hey, I I just took it in the car. I'm pretty sure I'm 90 over 60. So if you got a piece of chocolate, not dark like milk, give me milk chocolate. Nothing with nuts or peanut or anything. Just like regular milk chocolate. Um, that'd be clutch. I'll be good at right after that. That'd be clutch. So Piper's all good. She's home. She's feeling good. Tori did a great job uh, keeping her in one piece. Dude, that's wild. Like when we were when we were younger, I don't know what age I was. It's probably eight ish or so. Or yeah, my youngest brother Joe, he was running through the living room, took a header right into the coffee table, split his forehead wide open. Oh my god, wide open, just immediately drenched in blood and the nanny we had at the time is like 
grab grabs and brings him over to the kitchen table. He's got the the one hand pressure on his head, just covering it up. And he goes, Derek, call like call nine one one, call nine one one. And I'm like eight, and yeah. I'm freaking out, and I don't know what to do. I just I totally freeze. Yeah, I totally freeze. And luckily, she locked it up. She calls nine one one. Like and the paramedics come. He ends. He ends. It, he's. I don't know, you could meet him today. Tell me if he's fine. But like he's at the moment seemingly fine. Um, and um, but like my mom, I remember my mom driving home, and this is like, I guess this is pre pre cell phones or pre everyone having cell phone. So she's driving home, driving down our street, and all she sees is a fire truck parked out in front of our oh house. My God, get the fuck out of here! And then luckily it wasn't so bad, but yeah, that stuff will trip you out. We went to a uh, <laughs> we went to a Christmas party um, with some of uh, our friends in Hoboken here, Wesley's friends from school. Christmas party at their apartment. First thing that happens, they uh, they they want you to take your uh, shoes off before you come in. Where do you stand on that? Oh, we're we're a no shoe house. I I didn't grow up that way, and I think at some point. I think my mom and dad were also just lax in general. But you got four boys running around, but it's just gonna be a fucking mess anyway. You're just gonna deal with it. Um, man, I gotta watch my curse when my kids are with me while I'm doing this. Um, but no, they, and Amanda's always been a little neater and stuff, and her her parents are just much you know much neater. Having one kid too helps. But I also know, you know what? You step in outside with your dirty feet, and we got kids that are like playing on the like they roll around on the carpet and they lick you know what i mean it's just yeah. it's gross so i'm here for it i'm like i get it either way i don't really have a problem with it i do kind of always just feel weird like walking around in my socks at someone's place at someone else's house it's weird at your house is no big deal but at yeah. someone else's house like this is odd especially yeah. when it's like a an occasion that's like i don't know more party or formal like a christmas yeah. party right and you're like yeah. why am i in socks <laughs> so I don't know if this happens to you. This every time the situation happens, somehow my socks are never matching. So like, I've never had that problem in my life. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. How do you not match your own socks? My socks are never matching. It's crazy. But like, so the second I take my shoes off, I'm like, fuck, shit. Everybody here is gonna think I'm an idiot. You know, Dude, yeah, a hundred percent. If you're yeah. walking around and not in like just black socks, yeah, just white socks, everyone's like, "You're a clown. You're seven years old." Like, <laughs> did your mom mix up your laundry with your brothers or something? Like, that's what it's gonna seem like. I had the thought of like, all right, do so I just rock these non-matching socks and just look like an idiot, or do I go barefoot? <laughs> don't go, don't go barefoot. Don't go barefoot. You got bunions, bro. Don't go barefoot. I got hairy toes. You got bunions. We're not going barefoot. You wear socks no matter what. What would you do if some somebody came to the party at your house and was barefoot? I think for guys and girls is different. I would girls are like, oh, okay, you can, like get your feet taken care of. Like that's it's there's a pedicure maintenance situation. Guys got stinky hairy, gross, yellowy feet. No way. You're wearing socks, bro. I'm getting you a pair of my socks that you can keep. Like, absolutely not. The parting gift. <laughs> Didn't check the hey, gift. No, no, no. When they walk in the door. Like, sorry. Yeah, here it is. If you don't have socks, you can you get your nasty feet off my floor. I, yeah, I think walking around barefoot would be weird, but. Do you roll your socks, like, after laundry? Or do you just throw them all in a drawer? Uh, 
No, I roll the I they roll them into a ball basically, but I don't look yeah. like closely when I'm doing it. So that's obviously. <laughs> Otherwise, you have a really big problem, or you're colorblind. You just don't know. Yeah, they're, it's not even like they they're the wrong colors. They're just like, or do I just leave the shoes on? Do I just go fuck you guys and just leave the shoes on? That's an alpha move. Make 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 him take them off. Make you ask him to take them off. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Oh, you didn't. When you walked in, there was a huge pile of shoes and the sign that said, please take your shoes off. And then when I greeted you, I said, please take your shoes off. I, was, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Well, I was too busy taking off Wes's shoes. You're in a shoes house. If 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 I was walking around your place with shoes on, would you call me out or would you just let us? A hundred percent. Well, you for sure. Like that's there's different. There's a different. In, you know what I mean? There's like an internal. What about, a, what about a family friend? Yeah, you just do it gent more gently. Like, hey, do you mind just taking your shoes off? Oh. oh, sorry. Hey, can you take your shoes off? I hate doing it. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. But hey, I do no. it. I feel like you're a jerk for asking me to do that. I have to do it though. Yeah. I was what? Shoe police. All right. <laughs> no, because I'd say it like casually when you walk in. You know what I mean? Like I've given you once, and you <laughs> chose to ignore me at that point. That's not yet. I'm not worried about you. I just don't like saying it. Why are you disrespecting me? Can you take your shoes off? Is what's your? Is problem? there a problem? Um. So that was, I guess, um, strike one at the party. The other one. So we're sitting at a at a table. We're all having. It was like a brunch. So we're all eating food, whatever. And there's there's a bunch of kids and parents kind of mixed in at the table. I'm sitting there. And this one kid, who like I don't really know all that well. He looks at me and he goes, uh, like to the whole group, he points at me. Why doesn't he have hair? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Wes, you're never hanging out with this kid ever again. Ever. <laughs> ever. Why doesn't he have hair? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like my hair fell out. You know, it happens. And he's like, his hair fell out. And he starts laughing and like pouring and laughing. Oh, no, 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 no. I want you're to put yourself out. You're trying to play along. And then yeah. he just is made it worse. What a punk. That kid's going to be such a prick. Right? Total prick. I wanted to push him so bad. <laughs> just like lightly, like when they're all gathered around, put your foot right behind his foot. Not like, yeah, not to hurt, just so he knows he's boss. And then when he falls over and you go, oops, did you fall? You should watch where you're going. And watch who you're talking to like that next time. It's one of those awkward situations where like the mom's like, oh, you, you can't say that. But it's like, where do you think he got this from? I don't know. It's so insane. It's like, oh, he's just, yeah, stop it. Like, I get it. But you could have like the mom, that's the point where the parent comes in and plays defense for the other parent's sake. You know what I mean? You don't make because you don't know. I mean, they don't know you. Like you, what if you had freaking? You just went through uh, yeah. chemo or something. You don't. They don't know. I was tempted to go that route too. I was really tempted to go that. Well, route. sometimes when you're really, really sick, you have to have this thing called chemotherapy, and just now you now you have to be really committed because now in front of the entire party, you've done that, and like some percentage of people there know you're full of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So that would be a really bold move, but it's tempting. Such a bold move. They would probably throw me out of the house. Get your shoes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like Wes, yeah, you're ostracizing your kids at that point. Tori hates you. Yeah, no way. But at least the parents should jump in and like try to play some defense. Play a little defense, you know? Uh, the other thing, these are all Hoboken families, right? 
And Figures. I've noticed I've noticed this every time we hang out with anyone who lived family lives in Hoboken. So like you guys, um, you guys planning on staying a while or planning on moving out to the burbs? And we're always like, yeah, like we're, we're you know, we're going to move to the the suburbs at, at some point. And I feel like the second we say that everything just changes. They're like, oh, I guess we don't need to be friends with you anymore. Like immediately. Are there like Hoboken lifers? Is that like a thing? It's now apparently. Out of here. Yep. It is now. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of that on the peninsula to a certain extent. Like once the pandemic hit, a lot of people do stay out of San Francisco, right? And like I think the the exodus was a little overblown. Not yeah. everyone was moving to like Texas, honestly. It was like <laughs> some people did. Some people did, but most people stayed in state, right? So there's this like crew of people who stayed in the city who think they're like, <clears throat> they wrote it out out of respect for San Francisco and like, you're no longer, like you can't rep San Francisco anymore. Um, it's just like, come on, bro. Calm down. Yeah. It's like, you can just see it in their face. They're like, oh, you're not, you're not staying. Oh, so you're going to be one of those. Okay. So you're not, you're not going to raise your kid in the city. You're too scared to raise your kid in the city. Like, yeah. Have you seen the rats, bro? <laughs> Yeah, so it was a uh, it was a fun party, but that was there was it was it was eventful. The the non matching socks getting called out for the bald head. It was felt like I was a lot of eyeballs on me at this thing. Like I'm used yeah. to all the eyeballs, like hosting this podcast and everything, but that's like kind of on our own terms. This just felt like attacks, a lot of attacks. Yeah, you know, and they like they probably recognize me from the the Hoboken Professional Basketball League. But a lot of fans there, I'm sure. Coming straight off the title. Season starts back up January 8th, so you only got another one or two episodes where my, my full commitment is is to you. When's the um, the championship DVD come out? Like That's in time for the holidays, it. hopefully? Yeah, right, right. Uh, and this week. For Christmas this week? It's such a, just outside of like, it's not just a good sports story. It's a good human story. You know? It is. I feel like everyone could could just, just hear something like this, you know? what's um What's been going on with you over there? Besides two screaming kids. I feel like when, and because she's sitting here, I'm going to have to spell it. T-E-N-L-E-Y. When she's called potty, she has like potty thoughts. Kind of like shower thoughts for adults. Ooh. Right? You know what I mean? It's really introspective and deep. Like, yeah, the dinosaur thing. And the other day, something like, talking about angels on a Christmas tree. Right? She's asking, what are angels? And does everyone become an angel? And she's like, well, your dad died. Is he an angel? And I went, Probably not. And <laughs> I don't think everyone becomes one. She has she goes, why not? I go, yeah, I don't think everyone everyone becomes an angel. I don't think, but I just it's my guess. Like, I got <laughs> I don't know what to say in these moments, bro. It's hard. Put me on the spot. The deepest questions, and I'm telling you, while she's pooping, staring you in the face, bro. It's like it throws you off. It's like she's gonna be like a lawyer or like some sort of CIA interrogator and makes you put, put you in the most uncomfortable situations and asking you these deep questions to like figure out what you truly want to say. Um, and then the other day, she was like, we're having a frustrating evening, right? The day was great. This is one of those days you're like, this is like a 10 out of 10. Everyone was happy. It was playful. It was fun. Dinner was going well. We were getting a little hyper at dinner. Um, and then it turned into a little bit of mayhem. Right, we got a little carried away, a little rambunctious, a little hitty, a little not following directions. So it's like, all right, we're gonna go to bed. So while we're on the 
on the potty. She goes, she's just mad. She's like, we're all in the way. That was kind of like whatever, how she was verbalizing whatever this was, just in the way. She goes, I want to cut you in the neck with a knife so you're not here anymore. Oh my God. What? My three-year-old daughter said that to my face. Um, Are you guys living in, like, right in San Francisco? I know there's been a lot of crime going on there. Is that where she's learning this? What? No. So it's like, that's what I, like, I was like, where did you hear that? She goes, I didn't hear it. She just, like, knows. This wasn't, um. it's hard because, like, she doesn't understand. It's not the idea of murder, right? You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't understand. She just wants to end her life. She just wants to be out of the way, and she knows knives are sharp. Smart. And I think that's where it got put together. But I was like, well, that's, I, I like was frozen. I was like, I don't know how to respond to this. Do I call an adult? Do I call the cops? Like, what What? What do I do? I'd like to log <laughs> this complaint. I don't know what to do. I need to call an adult right now. This is not, I can't handle this. this. I was not, this was not in the baby books. All right. This was not, there's no episode in Bluey about how to deal with this. That's why people listen to this podcast because this is going to happen in, in somebody's life. So what? Was, so here's what, so what did I do? And so what did you hear that she did? And I go, I that makes me very sad and very upset to hear that. Yeah, that's all I could say. She goes, okay. That was it. That was the end. And then she like, and then we like, she was hugging and kissing before bed. And I woke up the next morning and I'm like, do we need to address this? Like, I slept with one eye open. By the way, like I, <laughs> I did the Mission Impossible where you break. A light bulb outside our door so i could hear her if she was walking down the hall i would hear her like i'm not messing around anymore are you worried now like this could happen like she might go well, for the main reason for telling the stories if i ever wind up dead with a knife in my neck you know why like this is this is what happened <laughs> that's crazy my goodness and so i go i'm sorry i'm at the point like i guess i'm just gonna ignore that as a weird outburst that seem more serious than she intended it to be yeah but i'm keeping an eye on her no that's now we're gonna keep an eye on this we gotta we gotta put the knives up real high yeah jesus christ tenley good for you stand up for yourself girl (laughs) in prison (laughs) oh my god Wes is doing i think they're like teaching like they're like going over like emotions in his school right now so anytime he's pissed, he's like dialing up and he's like, I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm mad. He's like, all right, I, I I'm mad. I'm scared right now, Wes. I'm scared. Put the knife down. <laughs> out. <laughs> We're raising killers. Um so I take Cutler. We're talking with our Dacre. We just checking. We were you know, I kind of offhandedly said like about the words with Cutler and not as many as Tenley. And I was like, and I was like, oh, stop, you're just so hard on him. And she's like, doesn't really have a lot of words. You start doing the math and you start to actually look into it a little bit. Like how many should he have? And noises. Everyone's like, they're fine. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. And all of our friends were there fine. The daycare's like, he's totally fine. It's just, there's nothing, literally nothing. We would flag it if there was anywhere close. Like we're not worried. About it. Like, okay. And about listening and you know, going, Tend to go to the potty and just all we're just having it kind of turns into that larger conversation. We ask our daycare, it's like, so do they do these things? And she goes, Listen, with your kids, it's not a matter of if they can do the thing, it's a matter of if they want to do the thing. Um, and I'm like, Oh my god, you get it. 
cool, great, thanks. That's what it's like to be in our house. Having kids who understand you and understand, can do the thing, but just don't want to do the fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. It makes you feel hurt. You try. It's the same thing with Piper. Like, she can definitely walk. She's just choosing not to do it. Like, she could definitely do it. She's physically she's sitting going, here going, she just going like, this is going to be such good pod content. Yeah. Like, she's just hooking it up. She's going to be in high school and not walking. <laughs> she's no. the longest running gag of all time. All right. Next episode will be after Christmas. So if I if I don't see you before then, Merry Christmas. Do you like saying that line to people? Now everyone's so scared to say it, though. It's weird. Ooh. I had someone say Merry Christmas to me. Like, oh, sorry. I mean, Happy Holidays. I was like, if it's one-on-one, dude, I'm cool. I'll do the, I do the Christmas thing. Like, you're cool. You didn't step in it. I'm not going to correct you. Like, it's okay. Amanda's been saying that, like, her boss is, is Jewish. So she'll do the the Happy Hanukkah and all the, and the other stuff. I have to rush on the whole thing. And I think she, he thinks she's Jewish because um, I think she said, he said happy Hanukkah to her. Said, oh, uh, no, I'm, that's, I'm not, no. Um, you that's got it weird now. It's like, how do you correct it? And now you're like, oh, no, 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 I would never. Like, what are you going to say? <laughs> no, are you kidding? Like, you know, like, you know, how do you say it without being like rude about it? How dare you? <laughs> oh, my God. You think I. Absolutely not. Oh my god. Um because I know like plenty of Jewish people who do the do Christmas too. Like sure. <laughs> who legitimately have the tree and do presents and the whole thing. Well, it's honestly like a that's a good podcast topic. How do they avoid the whole Santa thing? Like all the kids are talking about Santa. Like, what do they do? They don't, they don't come to our house. Like that's weird, right? Like yeah, right? Yeah. Hard one to explain, I feel like, if to, to a little kid. You mean when, like, if Jesus uh, were to become magical and let himself go, like, you mean that Santa? Like, because that's what obviously Santa is, right? The stand in. And you just, like, you just spin this horrible story about, like, oh, yeah, he's a creep. He let himself go. He just sneaks into people's houses at night now. Yeah, you don't want any part of that guy. That fat fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, on that note, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Like that's like, it's like whatever you celebrate or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the same thing. <laughs> happy, yeah, Happy Holidays. Just make it easy, right? Yeah. If you cover New Year's, just whatever. Just happy this time of year. <laughs> uh, I guess one present that you could get Derek and I is just a uh, rate, review, and subscribe, right? I mean, pick one. Um, you don't have to get us all three. We have kids and stuff, so make it make it to the kids. Um, that would be ideal. If you can leave a review for the kids; they would really appreciate it. It really, really. We don't need any more gifts. You know, we've done very well by this podcast, so thanks, folks. But we haven't shared it with our kids, so if you could do that for us, that would be good. Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you to all the daddies out there for all the gifts. Again, we don't need it. We're very well off um, from this podcast. <laughs> Please, like. Please. Uncomfortably well off. Like, I feel bad even doing it right now with all the ad revenue we're getting. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And, like, you know, one day we'll maybe, like, do some charity work. But right now. And just nothing feels appropriate yet. Yeah. Like, worth it. Yeah. There's no. I'm sure some, even especially this time of year, you know, like everyone else is already donating. So they don't need us. You're right. All right. Um, All right. See you next Monday, maybe.
maybe. Peace. Dad talk, they really like to trash talk. Dad talk, they'll make you laugh your ass off. Dad talk, real tall dudes and they're both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you wisdom and advice. It's really nice, you probably listen twice. Real tall dudes and they're getting serious.